Brave New World scenario, the elite could decide just simply to use intense psychological warfare and operations and bio-releases to reduce the entire birth rate of the world and ultimately the extinction of humanity. Within two pages, that's what he said. So when you still hear people saying there's no such thing as Malthusianism, there's no such thing as a tech elite that's you know uh, uh, has the idea of depopulating the world, it's all made up. I mean, this is a famous essay that's been out there for 21 years. Okay, before 9-11, they were, they were discussing this. I'll read you what he says. I'll read the, the exact... He says, due to improved techniques, the, the elite will have greater control over the masses, and because human work will no longer be necessary, the masses will become pointless. That's the replacement of everybody with robots and AI, including the military, which is a huge part of the UK transhumanist document, right? Getting rid of the human element or turning the human element into a platform. That's literally what the, the UK transhumanist document says, is that no longer are you just a human resource. That's the way you used to be viewed in the government white papers. Now you're a platform. You're a node in the Borg hive network, you see. So Bill Joy goes on to say that uh, if they decide the elite don't, if they don't go with the happy drug breaking world scenario, it will be the mass depop scenario. He says that this will uh, use, they will use the machines to accomplish this mass depopulation in the long run. Now that's again, that's like the Terminator scenario. But he's literally saying Skynet, Terminator, depopulation. However, if we decide not to do that, we might just uh, have a few soft-hearted <laughs> liberal tech elites who decide to play the role of good shepherds to not extinct everybody, but to basically just make everybody mindless uh, Pornhub zombies. That's what he says. And they will be uh, biologically and physically engineered, uh, and they will become pets and harmless hobbies for the elite. These engineered humans may be happy in some way, but they will not be free. They will, in fact, be slaves. They will have been reduced to the status of domesticated animals. So that's the attitude and belief and view that the elite, the tech elite, the financial elite, the corporate elite, the Malthusian elite have is that everybody is just cattle and pets for their system. Now, do you think that Bill Gates disagrees with this? Welcome back to the Alex Jones Show. I'm your guest host, Jay Dyer of Jay'sAnalysis.com. Today, I'm going to be covering a couple more of the global elite documents that you may have heard mentioned or you may have heard, uh, you know, just sort of briefly in passing talked about. But we haven't really gone deep into these documents, so I don't know how far I'll get. But first one we're going to look at is the uh, 2000 Bill Joy essay, Why the Future Doesn't Need Us. And this is actually a pretty lengthy essay, so we'll try to get through as much of it as we can. And then the other one is the recent uh, UK government and uh, in concert with the uh, German government, human augmentation, dawn of a new paradigm about transhumanism. So now just coming out and saying all of the stuff that – you know, Bill Joy talked about uh, in 2000, right, 21 years ago, he wrote this famous essay for Wired magazine about the dangers, the concerns of, of the uh, needless status of human beings. That's right. That we would be going into a post-human world. And what does that mean, really, for, for us to have a post-human world? Well, well, he says it's transhumanism. And as everybody probably in this audience knows, transhumanism 
is the idea that we'll become post-human, that the process and so-called progress of evolution dictates, necessitates, determines, mandates that we have to be post-human. We have to get rid of man as he's existed for the last several thousand years. Uh, and we have to merge with silicon. We have to become a new type of being. And the idea is that it's just part of evolution. This is just what evolution is. Evolution is heartless, cold, nihilistic. It destroys and gets rid of countless species. And now mankind is the new species to get rid of. And yeah, exactly, as Wall Street Journal says, right? We, it's time to become post-human, and this is something that we're looking forward to. Uh, in fact, there's even a guy going around, uh, an angry wannabe uh, Timothy Leary character who dresses like a Bond villain. Once again, they always dress like Bond villains, right? This guy who says that he's uh, ready to campaign for the extinction of all human beings, literally dressing up in North Korean Bond villain outfits, walking amongst the bamboo like some sort of demonic uh, baby boomer panda. I don't know. But he says everybody needs to die, right? Now, uh, I thought that this would qualify as like some kind of terror threat, right? We, but no, if you're a leftist, you can go and you can bomb pipelines. You can call for the killing of everyone. Uh, no, that's okay. That's cool. That's all good. Um, but let's go back to 2000. Let's go back to uh, uh, what Bill Joy wrote in this original essay. And it's it's written by someone who, as I'm sure everybody knows, was a high-level Silicon Valley guy. And so already back at this time, and I'm sure anybody that's familiar with Philip K. Dick, even back in the 70s and, and, and uh, early 80s, Philip K. Dick was talking about what would happen when Silicon Valley came to power, what their plans were. And he was warning a lot of people in his novels, right, that, that they would try to enact this technocratic, post-human, anti-human technocracy. And Bill Joy is essentially talking about that, and he begins his essay by saying that, you know, I met one day at a uh, dinner meeting of the famous philosopher uh, John Searle. So if you know about philosophy, I'm sure everybody's one of the most famous, probably living philosophers of the 20th century, John Searle. And he said, uh, and Ray Kurzweil walked up, right, the father of modern transhumanism, or the, the big uh, inventor and, and tech guru. If you've seen Endgame, I'm sure you remember Ray Kurzweil. He figures prominently in multiple sections of Endgame. And he says that I was there with, with these two guys, and they had a debate. And the debate between John Searle, Dr. Searle, and Ray Kurzweil was over AI and transhumanism. And the argument was made that now we're going into an era of what could be called the spiritual machines, that, that technology will advance at such a degree, at such a, a pace, that machines are going to become more and more non-physical. Everything is moving towards the non-physical. And the movement towards the non-physical, towards the virtual, towards the matrix, towards the simulation, is, is uh, in concert with human modification and bodily modification. And that's going to play huge into what the UK transhumanist government document talks about. But he says that we're going to become more and more like robots, and the robots are going to become more and more like us. So there's a there's a parallel making humans more and more robotic and making the robots more and more human, at least in terms of their programming. I don't think they're actually going to become conscious. And that's essentially what Dr. Searle argued to Ray Kurzweil, is that there's no way to ever get a bunch of algorithms somehow becoming conscious. Right? Algorithms don't have a soul. They don't make decisions. They just do. Machines just do what they're programmed to do. And Ray Kurzweil said, well, no, I think that uh, eventually AI will develop to the degree where you won't be able to tell the difference. And if you can't tell the difference, then functionally they're the same. 
right? There's no difference between human consciousness and the AI. And by the time that we turn humans into a giant Borg hive mind of, uh, you know, the golem, which is what uh, uh, it's called by Jacques Attali in his Global Elite book, he says that literally the whole world will be hooked into a hive mind and he calls it the golem, right? The mythical, mystical, uh, mindless being out of medieval mysticism. Well, so the most important section of this whole essay is the second page. And in the second page, uh, Ray, uh, excuse me, jo Bill Joy goes on to say, well, what happened was I met with a lot of these elites. And he says, I explained this to both Kurzweil and to Dr. John Searle. He says that we realized, many of us in Silicon Valley, that we had two options here. We could either set up a technocratic elite. And he's, he's saying this. This is one of the top tech people, right? Sun Microsystems. He's saying, we realized that we had two options. Either we set up a tech elite that is humane and nice and basically hippie-minded that takes all of the mass of human beings and basically herds them into being pets. I'm not joking. That's the nice view. And he says that uh, in that scenario, what we would do is basically turn everybody into uh, pets, right? You'll be the pets of the elite, and we'll drug everybody. And they'll be happy, right? So basically a brave new world Aldous Huxley type scenario. If you've seen Huxley's Berkeley lectures, that's kind of what he says. He says that we could have a humane world government where you're just happy and you're sort of blitzed out on, uh, you know, Prozac and pills and whatever the latest pill is. And you're just, you know, living in the virtual realm, playing video games and watching, you know, uh, pornography all day, literally. Uh, or, or here's the other option. He says that instead of the brave new world scenario, the elite could decide just simply to use intense psychological warfare and operations and bio releases to reduce the entire birth rate of the world and ultimately the extinction of humanity. Within two pages, that's what he said. So when you still hear people saying there's no such thing as Malthusianism, there's no such thing as a tech elite that's, you know, uh, uh, has the idea of depopulating the world. It's all made up. I mean, this is a famous essay that's been out there for 21 years. OK, before 9-11, they were they were discussing this. I'll read you what he says. I'll read the, the exact. He says, due to improved techniques, the, the elite will have greater control over the masses. And because human work will no longer be necessary, the masses will become pointless. That's the replacement of everybody with robots and AI, including the military, which is a huge part of the UK transhumanist document, right? Getting rid of the human element or turning the human element into a platform. That's literally what the, the UK transhumanist document says, is that no longer are you just a human resource. That's the way you used to be viewed in the government white papers. Now you're a platform. You're a node in the Borg hive network, you see. So Bill Joy goes on to say that uh, if they decide the elite don't, if they don't go with the happy drug brave new world scenario, it will be the mass depop scenario. He says that this will uh, use, they will use the machines to accomplish this mass depopulation in the long run. Now that's again, that's like the Terminator scenario. But he's literally saying Skynet, Terminator, depopulation. However, if we decide not to do that, we might just uh, have a few soft-hearted <laughs> liberal tech elites who decide to play the role of good shepherds to not extinct everybody, but to basically just make everybody mindless uh, Pornhub zombies. That's what he says.
and they will be uh, biologically and physically engineered, uh, and they will become pets and harmless hobbies for the elite. These engineered humans may be happy in some way, but they will not be free. They will, in fact, be slaves. They will have been reduced to the status of domesticated animals. So that's the attitude and belief and view that the elite, the tech elite, the financial elite, the corporate elite, the Malthusian elite have is that everybody is just cattle and pets for their system. Now, do you think that Bill Gates disagrees with this? Welcome back to the Alex Jones Show. I'm your guest host, Jay Dyer of Jay's Analysis. We were talking about the uh, tech elite attitude that has adopted the same Malthusian attitude of the banking elite, of the media elite, of the corporate elite. So basically, everyone in the elite structure has the same Malthusian attitude. It's kind of a, a prerequisite. It's a requirement. I don't think there's anybody in the power structure who doesn't have this view. You literally are not allowed into the power structure without believing in the hardcore, totally Malthusian worldview. And concomitant with that is the attitude of transhumanism, that, that humanity has to be transcended through technology, through becoming silicon, right? And we've seen Klaus saying this recently, right? We will enter your body. The biological becomes a synthetic. You will become the synthetic silicon-based life form. I will get in your body, right? And he's, he's literally telling you exactly what was in all of these transhumanist documents for the last several decades. Now, Bill Joy goes on to say that um, he hopes and he wished that the elite would adopt the attitude of a softer, liberal, hippie-run beer-brave new world scenario, right, where we could just get high and have fun and watch movies all day or whatever. But no, in fact, sadly, the elite appear to have chosen the total mass depopulation approach. Now remember, this was written in the year 2000. What have we seen in the last 21 years? Does it look like the world is going away from this type of a plan? Or is it, is it not obvious now that this plan has been rolled out? It should be completely obvious. It should be totally obvious. There should no longer be debate. And in fact, Bill Joy was saying 20 years ago that the debate that needs to be had right now, he said in 2000, is what are we going to do uh, now that the elite have decided to extinct humanity? And so he sounded this warning. He even mentions, uh, you know, other people who were warning people about the tech elite takeover. Um, he mentions science fiction, right? Science fiction writings, dystopian writings that had warned about this. He talks about Star Trek and the Borg. And he talks about how uh, nanotech, which has the potential to expand, you know, lifespans to give us a long life to basically bring about this uh, tremendous, right, technological revolution that we could really have a, a, an amazing extended life. We could have most of the problems in the world solved, theoretically speaking, except that the elite that have access to all of this crazy technology do not want that. <laughs> They're totally evil. They're totally um, they see the, the, the public as prey. They're predators. And so he goes through all these different scenarios of science fiction that he read growing up and how influential they, they were on him. And he said that uh, one thing he realized was that the elite uh, in, in his circles had adopted just this totally Malthusian attitude. And what happens is that the irony, uh, this is my observation, is that he said all of these tech 
science fiction books and novels or TV shows, whether it's Asimov, iRobot, Star Trek, Heinlein, he says that they basically had an attitude of worshiping man, right? Man is the Promethean figure who will, you know, rise up, take the reins of the, of the technology of the gods and become gods themselves. That's the kind of underlying attitude of the progressive science fiction of the 50s, 60s, 70s. But he said, what, what hap- my observation is that what happens is that the, the more that man worships man, and the more that man wants to idolize and see mankind as the archetype to shoot for, the ubermensch, what happens is that he more and more hates man. Because what happens is that they, man begins to see man as the central problem to becoming a god. And so what, what I believe is that this is a demonic, it's a satanic trick, it's a delusion. Because what the demons basically promote is the idea that, oh, what's holding you back from becoming a god is the other men. Doesn't this sound exactly like Genesis 3? This is exactly what the serpent says in the garden, is that he tempts man with the belief that he can become God, but all he has to do is agree to the plan of the serpent. And what's the plan of the serpent? Well, the plan of the serpent actually leads to death. It's a covenant with death. The book of Isaiah talks about mankind making a covenant with death. But Satan tricks people into thinking that, oh, if you just agree to the mass sacrifice of the human race, I will give you the secrets of technology so that you can live forever. So it's interesting, isn't it? It's, it's like a reverse version of the promise of the gospel, right? Jesus, the gospel, it presents man with the belief in the resurrection and immortality, right? Eternal life through faith, faith in God, right? And the inverse, the opposite is eternal life, immortality through the mass sacrificing of the human race. Now, you think that sounds crazy, but it's come out in recent years that people in the Silicon Valley tech elite, they go to Burning Man. And when they go to Burning Man, they have literally little secret societies that the top tech heads and elites, that they go to their own little circles. I'm not joking. And they do DMT. They do hallucinogens. They do LSD. They do shrooms. And they get revelations. They get mystical meanings from entities, right? And this is, this is totally separate from all the same studies that were done by uh, the CIA during the, you know, the, the MKUltra projects where they were, you know, people in float tanks, this kind of stuff. And so they actually have a whole uh, separated area at Burning Man that only the attack elite are allowed to go into. And it's a very closed off thing, right? This is, this is again, it's, this is, it's not me theorizing. This has come out the last couple of years about the a separate attack elite secret society. And they and they do it. They do it like a ritual. They go to it every year, and they will do LSD. They will, and it's a shamanic kind of revelation where they get these messages. And what do you know? What are the messages that they always get? Transhumanism. That was at least the last couple of years. It was about transhumanism and going beyond the body and and being human. So posthumanism, transhumanism. Is it an accident? Is it just coincidence that? The messages that the tech elite receive when they go and do acid at Burning Man is the same thing that Bill Joy warned about, right, 20 years ago, that the tech elite believe that it's their mission to get rid of mankind? No, it's not. Now, I mean, people think Burning Man is just a bunch of hippies in the desert, a bunch of weirdos out there acting. That's for the outer, outer portico people. There's a whole other separate area 
that the Silicon Valley elite are that are closed off and nobody else is allowed to. And they do a circle. I don't know this drum circles or what they do, but they, they're all out there tripping and uh, getting revelations from the clockwork elves or the machine elves, right? It's the same entities. Why do you think the machine elves always tell the people on DMT to kill everybody? They always say the same. If, if you just build a global government, we will be your friends. It will be a utopia. Uh, we love you. By the way, uh, kill everybody, <laughs> right? That's the same message of uh, Gil Bates and all of these, uh, uh, you know, tech elites. It's, it's the same thing. Now, why is it the same? Why does everybody have the same worldview? I mean, how come they're not just coming up with different things? If there's not a coordinated spiritual element to all of this that most people haven't noticed. Well, it's right in our faces. It's staring everybody directly in the face. Now, when we come back, we'll get into what Bill Joyce says the plans are for 2010 and 2030. So remember, he wrote this in 2000. And he says, here's what's going to be the case in 2010. And then the big, big year will be 2030. And he says those are going to be big years for bringing in this technocratic global government. And for the issues of depopulation, he talks about this. Brain chips and bodily modification don't go anywhere. Stay right there. Welcome back to the Alex Jones Show. I'm your guest host, Jay Dyer of Jay's Analysis. We are working through the Bill Joy essay from 2000, Why the Future Doesn't Need Us. A warning or a revelation, uh, who knows exactly, but the essay is basically saying what the tech elite had planned to do uh, a long time ago several decades ago. And now what we're seeing is, of course, this rolled out before everyone's eyes. Now, he had said that uh, a couple of key years uh, would come into play. 2010 would be a big year that things would be rolled out. And then he says by 2030, he says that we will be likely able to build the machines in quantity a million times more powerful than the computer, uh, personal computers of today. And these will be sufficient to implement the dreams of Ray Kurzweil. <laughs> uh -oh. uh, now, he moves on to say that by 2030, the idea will be such that the, the, the technology will basically be far beyond any need for human, humanity at all. So in other words, the, the bots will be able to do everything across the board better than the humans. And he goes on to say that we might be able to extend life, uh, uh, but this will only be really uh, uh, for the elites. In fact, uh, bodily modification and uh, the implementation implantation of chips into the body will be the norm by 2030. So, you know, you have these shills out there saying that nobody's going to put a chip in a vaccine, as if anybody thought that a microchip was what's in the vaccine. It's just totally stupid, right? No, it's nanotech, right? And so that's what Bill Joy talks about is that it won't be like, uh, you know, a chip the size of a grain of rice that it'll be it'll be way beyond that it will be microchips or, or excuse me nanotech chips nano uh, nanotech inside the body diagnosing you telling you what you need to do and, and what did we just see in the last few months right was it cbs darpa right on uh, on abc or cbs in in public uh, you know 60 minutes news pieces saying that now the nanotechnology will be able to diagnose your you in your bloodstream right to tell through sensors right relaying information so this is the, this is a version of genetic engineering and bodily modification again what this whole uk transhumanist document is about now if i don't have time to get to the uk transhumanist document next time on i'm on i'll cover the totality uh, of that uh, important white paper that was just recently declassified Bill Joyce says that genetic modification, you might think, has to do with food. 
it might, you might think, oh, this has to do with, you know, frankenfoods, potatoes, uh, tomatoes. No, no, no. It's actually preparing the way for human modification and cloning. And so he understood back then that, that the whole GMO revolution wasn't about food. That was only one angle of it. The GMO revolution was about the genetic modification of all biological life forms. The very thing that Klaus has just come out and said in the last couple of years was the plan all along. We will turn you from biology into a synthetic being. Synthetic biology, as we saw, was a big part of the lockstep document. Remember when we covered the Rockefeller lockstep document? Said that by 2020, 2010, 2020, 2030, synthetic biology would be a huge issue of debate, right, that they would be bringing in. Bill, Bill Joy's essay is saying that it's an issue of debate. And he even says that human cloning will be, uh, it, it'll be spun as like an ethical issue. Oh, should we do it? Should we do Well, how else will we save everybody? How else will we offer everybody all of these, uh, you know, grand medical uh, advances? And we'll give you a, a genetically engineered baby who will have a high IQ and, you know, he'll, he'll have, uh, you know, uh, be, he'll be more fit, you know, if, if you just let us use the CRISPR technology too. But remember, the same people saying that they're going to, give you all these great things are the same people who also say everyone needs to die. So understand that it's a lie. They're selling you a lie as if you will get access to any of this stuff. No, you won't. And they even tell you you won't. But also, by the way, you should support them in this endeavor. Right? I mean, it reminds me of H.G. Uh, Wells. It was either in Open uh, Conspiracy or in New World Order where he says, I'm not joking, he says basically, uh, no, nobody out here reading my book will go into the future and you don't get access to this, but you all should die for it because it's at least a noble thing for you to die for. <laughs> so wouldn't you rather die for something noble than just, you know, pursuing your own pleasures? So that's literally how, I mean, it's, 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 a, it's like, it's like Dahmer and, uh, you know, Hannibal Lecter are running the whole thing, but they're just better at their crimes, right? Like Dahmer and Hannibal Lecter, and like they got caught. You know, I know he's a fictional character, but he represents all the serial killers, right? They, so there's like serial killers that uh, are just better at hiding their crimes that are running the whole thing. And when you understand that's the mindset, the, the psychopathy, right? And, and when you understand criminal thought, then it makes sense how they do what they do and why they do what they do. And, and criminal psychopaths, they love to show and tell in your face what they do, right? I'm going to kill you. And then when they are murdering you, I'm not killing you, right? I'm not doing this. This is all in your head. I'm just stabbing you, but I'm not really stabbing you because you think I'm stabbing you, but I'm not, right? So it's it's a gaslighting. It's it, These are all techniques of abusers. It's psychology 101. Everybody knows there's a million YouTube videos, right, about uh, – psychopaths and narcissists, right? And how they gaslight, how they abuse. Well, guess what? The people at the top of the power structure are gaslighting abusers, psychopaths. So they lie. Have you figured this out? They lie to you, right? They're not going to give you the technology. When they tell you that they're going to put nanotech in your bloodstream, it's not to heal you. They're Malthusians. Anyway, so he goes on to say that uh, we have to worry about the nanotech. What are we going to do? Uh, I don't know if you see it. This is kind of a weird, wacky conspiracy theory that's been around for many years. Uh, the black goo, right? I'm not going to go into the black goo, but he kind of mentions it in passing, which I didn't expect in, in the Bill Joy essay. He says that 
Uh, what if, uh, you know, basically gray goo, which is self-replicating nanotech, what if it replicates and takes over everything? Again, I don't really think that there's any, there's such a thing as black goo, but it's, it's, it's interesting given that uh, Greta, by the way, was just on the cover of some magazine that was like a Guardian magazine or something like that, and she's covered in black goo. Uh, again, I, I think it's supposed to signify um, oil, right, because Greta is, uh, you know, against big oil, and she's going to save us from the evil oil companies. Uh, even the oil comes out of the earth, right? It's like it's not it's not a toxic thing. It actually comes out of the earth. Um, and, and then at the same time, right, we've got these climate activists saying blow up oil pipelines. There's nothing wrong with that because it's for the climate. It's for the earth, right? All of this is, is uh, I think, programming. It's, it's predictive programming. It's engineering you to understand and believe that the, the nature, man, humans, environment is inherently toxic right that was a big part of all the masks all the kufid nonsense was getting everybody afraid of things it's like hypochondria right being afraid of things that are are harmless these things aren't going to kill you uh but that's a big part of right if we go back to the global elite document uh the first global revolution of the club of rome they said in that document that we will invent the problem of pollution as man to make mankind basically guilty right it's a guilt trip and every if you just look at everything that greta does in her propaganda it's a guilt trip right how dare you how dare you i should be in school right and she's back on the cover of all these magazines covered in black goo because what like oil i mean like it's just it's just crazy right it makes no sense right i wish you got you should show that uh, i think it's uh, saturday magazine there you go yeah so there's Greta covered in black oil, one eye symbolism, right? So she's enlightened, she's illuminate, confirm, <laughs> right? Uh, and she's going to fight. The time is now to take down all the oil companies. Timed exactly with the guy that Alex just covered, what, yesterday, the day before, saying bomb the pipelines. It's okay to do that because if you're a leftist, you can do terror, right? Uh, if you believe in family values, if you if you want to have kids, if you want to have if you go to church, uh, you're a terrorist. Oh, but if you want to blow up pipelines, that's cool. Now, Bill Joy goes on to say in this essay that um, he got all of his worldview from science fiction. Interesting. That's exactly what I've been telling you for many years, right? Science fiction is actually programming. It's sci-fi, illuminous programming to raise people in the last few decades, in, in the last 50 years or so, into a new worldview that would prep them for transhumanism. So literally all the sci-fi of the last several decades was just preparation and programming for people to accept the the Malthusian technocratic transhumanist depopulation posthumanist worldview. That's what all that's all it was for. And yeah, there's some great sci-fi. I enjoy science fiction. But we have to understand it was all there as programming. And Bill Joy admits that in this essay. Welcome back to the Alex Jones Show. I'm your guest host, Jay Dyer of Jay's Analysis. Be sure and support the InfoWar by going to the InfoWar store and getting those absolutely necessary uh, survival items supplements, pretty much books, DVDs, all of that. So this is the front line of fighting this global elite takeover. So be sure and support InfoWars crew. And also, if you would go to Jay's Analysis and you can support me by subscribing to get access to the second parts of all the lectures, talks, uh, going through at least 50 plus of these global elite writings over the last several years, including Tragedy and Hope. And speaking of Tragedy and Hope by Dr. Carol Quigley, uh, there's quite a, a, a bit of information in the middle of Bill Joy's essay where he talks about things that would suggest to me that he perhaps has read Tragedy and Hope because 
He goes into uh, the banking elite, the United Nations, and how out of the two world wars, we got the movement towards this global government. Um, he talks about the, uh, the Cold War period basically being the situation where the Star Wars Defense Initiative uh, was there to erect the nascent kind of infrastructure of the technocracy. So even though a lot of that technology is outdated, what he's basically saying is that World War One, World War Two uh, prepared us for the global world order, which via the United Nations, the United Nations basically uh, was able to um, move in, throughout the Cold War to erect this better option to end the world wars. And he talks about how the, the banking elite planned after uh, World War Two to use the threat of nukes. Oh, we're all going to be nuked. Uh, and though their only answer to nukes is to have a global government. Which, again, the Quigley talks about that. There's a whole chapter in Trajan Hope about how nuclear threat, nuclear defense was a major impetus during the Cold War for there to be the so-called need for a global governor. Right. So the, the, the Cold War is crucial in this. And this is what Star Wars Defense Initiative comes out of. That's where DARPA comes from. DARPA, of course, is a huge part of where this whole move towards transhumanism is located, right? The Brain Initiative, the Salk Institute, all of that is is DARPA, all of that is RAND Corporation, all of that is, if you read Alex Abea's book on the RAND Corporation, he talks about all this. If you read Annie Jacobson's book on the history of DARPA, which I've covered in my lectures, the whole 500-page book, it's all saying that the same tech elite, right, the Jason group, these people, are behind the movement towards this new technocratic global order, which mandates as a dogma. Wait, I thought this was about science and free thought. No, 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 it's a dogma. It's a cult. You have to be anti-human. You can't be in this cult without being anti-human. That's what Bill Joy is saying. He's saying that they all said, basically, the tech elite, that you got to be anti-human or you can't be in the cult. That's it. Right? And only the anti-human people who accept the transhumanist gospel are allowed in. Now, get this. It's a religion. Do you understand that transhumanism is part of an inner core religion? I'll give you one example. Uh, there's a couple famous occultists of the 20th century. Uh, take somebody like Aleister Crowley or Jack Parsons. You probably heard of Jack Parsons because Jack Parsons is the or the father of rocketry in terms of jet propulsion laboratory, right? JPL or Jack Parsons Labs, right? Out in California. And Jack Parsons believed that that rocketry and technology was a magical working of science to transcend humanity. Crowley himself thought the same thing. The, the Crowleyan religion and ethos is one where man transcends man and storms the gates of heaven to retake heaven for man, the apotheosis of man. And so the tech elite, whether or not they, they're all part of the same secret society, I don't know. It's possible. But regardless, they have the same worldview. They, that is their modus operandi, that is their religion. It is a Luciferian, Gnostic, technocratic worldview. And Bill Joy is saying that in this essay. Now, he's saying, I have problems with this, right? He's saying, I, you know, I tried to reason. I, I want to, 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 to come up with an ethic, he says, whereby we don't kill everybody. So we'll give, we'll give Bill Joy props for that. I don't think he successfully finds an ethic because he says, I'm looking at the world religions, uh, you know, should we follow the Dalai Lama? I'm sorry, but the Dalai Lama, you know, is basically like the mystery man from Sphinx. He's not going to get us there. He's not going to give us 
uh, a coherent ethic to oppose this global technocratic order. And in fact, uh, by the way, uh, one thing I didn't expect to see in this essay was Bill Joy actually saying, I met and talked to Jacques Attali. What do you know? Jacques Attali, who's one of the top global elites that I've covered his books, uh, Brief History of the Future. He says, I went and met with Jacques Attali and we, we talked and, and we, we tried to come up with a humane, humanist ethic to, to kind of try to slow down or stop this post-human, kill-everybody worldview and attitude. So my take on this is that basically, I think Bill Joy was probably just a, a tech guy who wanted to you know, build a successful company and to you know, modify code and write good code or whatever. And then he realized when they got really successful and he was introduced to this inner core, oh, wait a minute, like to be a part of this, you really have to join a group that wants to kill everybody. And so you can tell in this essay, he's kind of like, I don't know what to do with this, right? And it, it sh- if you don't have a spiritual attitude, if you don't have a biblical worldview, you're going to be kind of adrift and scared and fall into this, right? And you can detect this in the essay where he kind of he kind of says, I don't know how to deal with this. I don't know how to, I mean, who's fighting this? Who even knows about this, right? I mean, imagine in 2000, who would have even thought, I mean, there was Alex, yeah, but beyond Alex, there weren't a whole lot of outlets out there saying the tech elite want to kill everybody and they want to have a transhumanist world government, right? And so he says that, you know, I, I tried to look through the world religions and the best way I could come up with is some kind of like happiness uh, and we should be happy uh, and everybody should be happy. And, and then obviously that's just meaninglessness, right? I mean, <laughs> what does it mean to be happy? We don't even know. Uh, but again, it, it, what's evident is that you know, he mentions all the things that I just told you, all of these supposedly uh, non-existent conspiratorial things. He's actually saying and telling you what the elite talk about. Right. He's talking about meeting with Jacques Attali. He's talking about uh, Los Alamos uh, Laboratories, uh, Jack Parsons. He's talking about the United Nations uh, being the nascent form of the global government and the Cold War leading to where we are now. Right. He's talking about the same stuff that you see the World Economic Forum talking about because he's meeting the people who are in Klaus's circles. Right. Same types of people. And he's saying that we got to figure out how to combat this, because if we don't, the, the, the lure and the, the temptation of the tech will be the end of humanity. Now, uh, again, I, Bill Joy is not a Christian, so he's limited in his approach to these issues. Right. He's like. He's touching on the edges of the spiritual elements of it, realizing that it's like something else going on here, right? You can almost sense that he sees it's a demonic plan, but he doesn't have a worldview where he has a belief in the demonic. So he doesn't know what to do with this information. And I see this essay as kind of like the summit of worldly wisdom and and the limitations of worldly wisdom of, okay, so this is the options here. You're either going to be a Christian, <laughs> or you're going to be uh, a demonic, satanic, Luciferian who's committed to killing everybody. Well, I guess what? You, you can't, you're not going to win when you want to kill everybody, right? And every story with serial killers and psychopaths tells us this, right? D- does Jeffrey Dahmer come to a good end? Does Hannibal Lecter come to a good end? No, right? Psychopaths, serial killers, they end up being their own worst enemies, right? And, you know, Scripture Proverbs says, he that digs a pit falls into his own pit, right? 
So I don't, I didn't have time to get into it at, at this point, this juncture, but in the next uh, hour that I host, I will go through the, the entire recent UK transhumanist document that is just mind blowing. Uh, just a, a few uh, tidbits here at the beginning. Uh, it was amazing to read this document because it says that what's coming uh, in the next couple decades, particularly 2030, 2050 are key years. Remember, all the white papers always talk about uh, certain key decades and, and, and periods, 2030, 2050. These will be the eras when they bring in the chips, the, the mass chipping that could be nanotech, right? Uh, a tracking of the population, the cattle, as Bill Joyce said, the elite view says. And the alteration of the worldview is such that most people will have to go away. Now, this document begins by saying that humans are no longer human resources, as they used to be referred to as the cattle in the white papers. Now they're platforms. A human is just a platform in a node of the matrix that's being built in the here and the now. The replacement of the biology with the synthetic. The biological sphere will be overwritten with the synthetic. And this will be done through through uh, nanotech, through RFID, through human augmentation. So the key thing to remember here is that now humans are basically just seen as like Wi-Fi's and walking transmitter computers. That's it. You're just a receiver and a transmitter in a vast node of what will be the global brain. That's what this document says at the very beginning, right out. So uh, now it's time to transition to see humans as platform as walking robot cows robot cattle that's all you are i'm taping this on september 20